Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is episode 72. That is pretty loud. Uh, <laughs> I'm, sit- I'm sitting here with a very funny guy who, uh, he was there a couple years ago at my first open mic, and he's been in the scene for a while. Very funny dude. Kevin Wolf. Hey, what's up? How's, how's it going, man? It's going, man. Enjoying this, uh, enjoying this fresh air in the park. Yeah, and I the know. drone flying around us. Yeah, I swear, they weren't doing that literally a minute ago. The yeah. second I hit start, they're zoop. Are you fucking serious? Dude, so how long have you been doing comedy? Three years. Uh, I started February 2017. Oh, fuck yeah. All right. So almost four. Mm-hmm. Getting where, there. Where'd you start and where are you from? Originally from New York. Okay. And I, I should have started when I, because I, I went to school in New York City. And I remember I saw, it first clicked in my mind because I remember I went to um, improv. I saw Upright Citizens. Okay. And it, this is kind of shitty. <laughs> I remember watching it and thinking, like, this is so stupid. I was like, I could do this. This isn't funny. Oh. I just, I didn't like it for whatever reason. Improv? I didn't like improv. I, right. I always like stand up. It's still kind of lame. But I just, I never, I, I don't know, at the time, I like it now, but like, I, I just didn't like it at you the time. You do? Improv? I don't mind it. Really? Yeah. What, have you ever gone to an improv show where you were like, wow, that was hilarious? Hmm. Maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's pointless. I, I think you know what it is. I think watching like old like SNL stuff. I think that sort of uh, higher level stuff. I think I kind of in, enjoy. I didn't even I watch, know but. that they still made new SNLs until Punky just got like she was like just just got cast as like three new people on SNL, and I was like, oh shit, they're still doing that. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? I thought they like transitioned to like like YouTube or something. Yeah. I didn't know that they like. Pump out a whole ass new hour. I haven't watched it in a long time. Have you ever watched an entire episode? Yes. I have not. I have. Uh, the older ones. Like, I, I used to watch it when I was a kid. Right. With, like, my parents when it was on. But I, I, I haven't watched, like, a full episode since I was probably a kid. I would just Google, you know, like, best of Will Ferrell or best of, like, Sandler and shit. See, like, and, yeah. And, and just get those. Because I like, I like the individual people. Mm-hmm. I don't like the show. Maybe that's it, maybe because because I'll do the same thing. I'll watch like individual clips, and maybe <laughs> maybe it's it's just the people that I like, and maybe not the whole thing. But yeah, I, I saw uprights, and uh, yeah, I just didn't care for the shows that like I went to, and um, I wanted to try comedy. I just didn't know how to. And then fast forward to three years ago, I was uh, I I talk, I broke up with my girlfriend, and I thought about. I, I talked about doing it when I was with her, and then when we broke up, I was like, all right, well, this is it. Like, I have to. I have, have no to reason it. to not. Where and was I, your first time? It was at, oh, what's that bar on? It's that wine bar on Sunset. Oh, Bricks. Bricks. That was your first time. I saw uh, Kelly Ryan there. No, no. Uh, the hell's her name? Yeah. I don't know. There's I wasn't Allie there, Ryan. They're the twins. Yeah, the twins. Yeah, Kelly and Allie. Kelly. I saw Kelly there. She was really nice. I was like, "Yeah, I've never done this." She's like, "Ah, don't worry about it." She's like, "Just go up." Like, I have a notebook for choke. Super nice. Right. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. I went up there and I had three minutes and I did about a minute and a half. Really? And I handed it over. <laughs> yeah. It better do a go under than over, you know. Yeah. Where but was your uh, first time? Centerfields, bro. Really? Yeah, it was ass, dude. <sighs> the thing that the thing that people always say when they find out that my first time was Centerfields was, you know. You decided to keep going? I was yeah. like, yeah. Dude, it was brutal. The only laugh I got the entire fucking time was, uh, like, every, dude, I was, like, playing with the mic core. I was fucking eating ass. I just watched the video, like, a month ago, and it was, like, so, like, I wanted to delete it so bad. It was like, I can't. Like, I got to yeah. save it. But fucking 
I was like, I like joke after joke that I thought, of course, was gonna crush, you know. I was like, yeah. but just nothing, silence. And I was like, it's like, damn, this is a lot harder than it looks. And everybody was just like, yeah, fuck yeah, like, like yeah, it is. And like, that was the only reaction I got that whole set. And I was just like, wow, I'm in love. I love it. I fucking <sighs> fell in love. Centerfields is brutal. Cause he, it was. Cause it's only the uh, it's only the locals there that aren't into comedy, and they just yeah. Never that, that night it was just um, Sasha. I remember Sasha was there. You were there, but I don't like I don't know where you were like during my set or nothing. But I just remember seeing you there, and then like the you know Raph was there fucking hosting and those type of dudes. But everybody was just outside like smoking on the patio That's and shit. Where I was, yeah, outside on the patio. Nobody was in. So there was like three people inside for my set. I used to I used to buy people beers in exchange for cigarettes. Uh, over at um Centerfields. Yeah. Really? I would buy Raph a beer. I'd be like, like, hey, I don't have any cash, but I'll buy you a beer if you don't mind a <laughs> cigarette. But people don't even have that type of respect anymore. They just straight up fucking. They just <laughs> well, be like, I hey, felt can I get a cigarette? Because I would always bum, bum them off somebody, and, and then it got to a point where it was like, I, I owe people stuff. Dude, I saw the best excuse the other day at the Mint. This dude was like, oh, no, like I, like, I have like a roll your own, uh, a roll your own rule. I was like, what the fuck? And so the guy's like, he was like, started rolling his own cigarettes. Huh. And some chick was like, like asking everybody, like, oh, can I like get a cigarette? Can I get a cigarette? And like, he was just like, nah, dude, like I roll my own shit. And he was just like, it was like the only excuse I've ever seen that's like valid. Cause I mean, if you say no, like you're just kind of a dick, you know? Like it's funny cause like it'll be like, like I'll be like talking to like a comic outside of like a show or a mic and like I'll see him open up his pack of cigarettes. I don't smoke, so I'll see him open up his pack of cigarettes. It's like a full pack. And then someone else will come out like, oh, you got a cigarette? Nah, man, it's my last one. I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah. It's not your fucking last one, dude. It's the same thing with like gum in middle school. Like, whoever had the pack of gum was the shit for that day. Yeah. Because yeah. they were sold out after that day. You were, yep. you were out. Yep. I uh, I never really, like, smoked, like, packs a day, but I would just have one here and there when I was at bars. I would just, like, you know, just have one. Because you just do so much sitting around. Yeah. And I would just get bored and I'm like, ah, fuck it, I'll smoke a cigarette. You smoke weed? Not really. <clears throat> not really. Here and there. Every now and then, like, at a party or something, I will. But, like, no, not, like, regularly. Right. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's I used to every fucking day, like for anything, I'd wake up, smoke, and I'd go do this. I'd have to smoke. I'd go eat with my friends. I'd be like, hold on, I gotta go smoke in the parking lot. And then now it's just I took mushrooms and I had like, like a crazy experience. And then at the very end of it, I had this massive panic attack, which Ooh. gave me paranoia for like months when I was sober. Ooh. And then I smoked again, and like it just brought it all right back. And I was like, I can't fucking do this anymore. Where'd you do them? Uh. I did them over over um, in Fountain Valley. There's a we went we were bitches, dude. It was our first time, and we fucking got Del Taco and put them in the Del Taco. We didn't do the the ritual of just eating it raw right first time, and then we just we went to the beach, and then we just we it was funny because we had a fucking babysitter, uh, and uh, she was like, all right, so like we were kicking for like an hour. We, we were like tripping, we're tripping fucking nuts, dude. And then she's like, all right, well like how long is this gonna last? We're like, dude, like four or five hours. She's like, oh, well, I thought it was going to be like an hour. Like, I got to go. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, so she dropped us off at our house, at my house. And then like, oh. like the dude, the, the wildest shit was like, dude, I don't know. There's so many things that happened where it's just like, was it, did it really happen? And I know that it really happened because there was someone else there. And I was just like, yo, like if I was like tripping alone, I would have been like, the whole thing was a dream. Like there's no fucking way like any of this shit happened. Like, I mean, I've talked about it on the podcast. So I don't want to like go too into detail, but have you ever done fucking shrooms? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh. I, I, I did it in my hometown on uh, on an old bike path, <laughs> and uh, we just took it raw, oh. and then we uh, we just walked around. I, I had a good time, but then coming down from it, I started feeling like a little like uh, anxious, 
and like really? I had to talk to people, and everybody at the end just wanted to watch a movie, and I was like, I didn't, I didn't want to talk or do shit right. like the whole time, but like now I'm finally feeling talkative, and everybody's just like, oh, let's just watch a movie and chill, and I, I hated that, and I had to call my buddy outside. Really? Yeah. Do I have to fucking the baby? The babysitter we had was the worst because so we take we take them, <laughs> we we fucking we take them, bro, and like so we're like about to like so it's like any second now we're gonna like blast off or whatever, and it's like you know you start feeling that anxious like oh shit it's like it's too late now you know like it's gonna happen whether I want to or not. Yeah. And then she's like, oh my homie just says we were listening to like Vince Staples in the background, and she was like my homie says you shouldn't listen to anything like this because it's gonna freak you out. And I was just like shut the fuck up like don't fucking like why would you say like, cause now it's in my head. Now it's in my head. I'm like, oh, it's there's a potential for me to freak out now. And like, it, when it wasn't even in the mix, I was like, yo, you're a bitch for that, dude. You're supposed to be like taking care of us and shit. So we like changed the music. She's like, no, like, oh, and it, like, and it's like the whole thing was just like off the rails from like the beginning. But did anything like fucking nuts happen? Like, where you're just like, was that? Did that really happen? No, I was peeing. I kept. It was at night. <laughs> I, I remember I was peeing, and I kept thinking people were looking at me pee, and I just kept like looking around. I kept thinking I saw like faces like nah i didn't have like visuals but i just in my peripherals i always like felt like somebody was looking at me right and then i kept thinking like when i was like this is all in just one little pee i just remember also thinking like oh everybody left me where did they go and they're like <laughs> right there like um and then we had fun like we just like smoke weed and that just sent me into like another realm of just sitting around and chilling the only thing i didn't like though besides the movie was <laughs> what movie was it terminator <laughs> salvation <laughs> Which is it's it's a weird cool. movie to it's watch. Definitely a fucking weird movie to watch. <laughs> but what was weird is that like my friends can be, um, they can always play, try to play cool. Like, oh, you're fucked up. Like, oh, I hardly feel it. And like, right. oh, so I have to pretend like I'm not fucked up. Like, I thought this was the whole point. <laughs> so like, I'm trying to like act cool, and like, this right. sucks. Like, them laughing because I'm just like just being a goofball, and like it, that's what hated me. I just couldn't be my free, stupid self. I had to like. Be filtered and no, oh, let's play cool for the cool. How many kids. people were there that did it with you? Four. Four. That's a pretty good group. Yeah. We it was just me and my homie, and it was like he was like he's like the only like we, anytime he like wants to he's like a stoner like all this stuff and so like but I don't, I'm not like big into that shit so he's like and he lives in fucking Hawaii now so anytime he comes back he's like let's try this yeah and so I was like mushrooms I was like for sure you know like I did a little bit of research not enough uh not to because like I guess there's like you know that post trip like depression that some people get or and the thing that was like the main thing that triggered the all the paranoia that I was getting was that it was just like a like a rush of like it, it floods the fucking whatever that that fucking thing in your brain is it just opens the floodgates and has to recreate it also like months i was just like depleted and so i was just like stuck in that fucking like i would just be like and sometimes i randomly will get like panic attacks now because of it really I never ever had anxiety ever before until i took mushrooms and it's weird because like i'll be like uh like all of a sudden i just can't like feel my arms and i'm like and really I, yeah i just like notice that i can't feel like like if you think about it like if you close your arms or you close your arms you close your eyes and like hold your arms out you don't really like feel them you know like mm-hmm. unless you're like holding something or you're touching something and you, like yeah. if you smack yourself you feel it but like then i just become like aware of it and i'd be like and it's like i feel like i'm not in my body yeah and i start like then i'm like uh, like death and aliens and, and then I just start like freaking the fuck out and it's What's just the like point of life what am I yeah, doing exactly yeah but now that it's you know months later like I'll just be like that's dumb yeah and I'll just go back to whatever the fuck I'm doing but like now I could like feel it coming like before like I was like, when I recorded with Nate uh, a few weeks ago 
like I don't smoke, but we smoked before the fucking podcast. And I was like, fuck, all right, you know, like, here we go. And like, like two minutes into the podcast, like I fucking started, dude, I started feeling it. I was like, like, and like, I could see his mouth moving. I couldn't hear dick. I couldn't yeah. hear a goddamn word. I was just like, holy, cause I was so in my head Yeah. and I was just like, holy shit. Like, like what's going on? And so I was like, dude, I got to stop. And so yeah. we, like, we stopped. I was like, luckily like I'm homies with that dude. Imagine if it was like someone else be like, we got to stop. Like, hold on. Yeah. Like, after chasing him down to do an episode, you know, but I was just like, fuck. Like, and then we stopped. I took a breath, started again and it was fucking great. And it had nothing regular high. It's just so weird. I was just like, you just got to feel it coming and then just fucking, you ever have like panic attacks or anxiety or anything like that? Yeah, I have. It, it um, you know, I was actually talking about this with uh, with my mom of all people. I really? was just talking about how if I work, like there'll, there'll be days where I'll, I'll work a lot, uh-huh. like ten, twelve hours. And the days if I if I work like a lot, a lot over the course of like three, four days, I'll sure. get to the point where I'll just feel very anxious and I'll have I'll get really bad like. Not panic attacks, but I'll just be really anxious and uh, just very fidgety. Like about like what? Like my brain just doesn't know how to slow down. It's just right. been on like over overload for so long that like my brain just doesn't know how to slow down. Like I'll have things that I need to do, but like my brain just can't prioritize how to do them. Fuck. And I just like I have a hard time. Like there's times I couldn't do comedy because it was just like I, I like like oh I'll have to go to the post office or I'll have to do something else, or I'll have to go to the grocery store, and I just, my brain just doesn't know how to put those in order. To, right. And I just, like, I need to just call it quits and just stay at home and and chill. Yeah, dude, it was, it was weird. This So it was, like, it was this was right before quarantine. So, like, this is in, like, within, yeah. I took him in, like, February. So, like, this is still, and so, like, I was still going up on stage, like, like basically not as myself. Yeah. And just, like, in autopilot. Yeah. But, like, and then I started coming out of it, and so then I went, uh, I was on this fucking clean comedy show at some laundromat in LA mm-hmm. and my homie wanted to come with me who the former comic he got canceled but yeah uh, I so I pick him up on the way and like on the way there he starts like I forgot what he started talking about but I, it, it started like I started fucking like feeling it. I was like god damn and so like my fucking my hands started like tingling like they started like like it felt like they were falling asleep but it was like just the left hand I was like fuck like what what arm is like heart attack I started freaking the fuck out and he like Ooh. he like smacks me dude as hard as he can in the face uh, and he was like, dude, you're fucking, you're 23 years old. You're healthy as fuck. Nothing's going on. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, all this stuff. And he's like, you got a show to do. Like, all this stuff. And so then I went up and, like, I don't really remember the set because it was still kind of, like, like weird. But like, I listened back to the recording. It was fucking, it was great. I was like, fucking, like, thank God. You know, yeah. like, it would have been so fucking weird to have just, like, ate dick and then not remembered it. You know, like, it was just fucking, I think. You've just done it so many times. Yeah, it was so weird. It was the one thing I do remember about the set though was there was this one moment where there was this fucking there was this black guy and like uh, there was this black guy in the back of the of the so we were like in the like the furthest like the door was the furthest away from the stage and the people were like doing their laundry and shit which is really funny and like this guy started like smacking like the side of the vending machine that was in there <laughs> and I, and so I was like hey man you got to pay for that and fucking like everybody turns sees it's a black dude after I made like a black joke right before that and so like that's the only part of the set that I remember uh, but have you ever had a fucking moment where uh, this is this is a good one have you ever had a moment where you like almost fucked something up and then you like recovered like like you were you almost like like were you like like forgot a joke there's like that pause or like have you ever like almost like, or set like re- like really fucked up a joke or like you like flipped words and you're like oh shit and you gotta like get them back i i fucked up a joke one time i was on really little sleep i was on i i forgot what happened i i had some sort of i don't know i don't know why but the doctor gave me like steroids and they just wouldn't allow me not like 
right, human right. growth, like the that kind of. But it was like a steroid to like get over whatever I had. Right. I just couldn't sleep for the last few days, <laughs> and I got like two hours of sleep, and I had a show, and I had to go on stage, and I um I was doing a joke about my sister, and uh, and everything I had set up to that point, it was a joke about how when my dad was a kid, he had my sister on his shoulders, and she and he uh, walked her into a ceiling fan by accident. <laughs> And the story, and like it, at the time, like it, it didn't go anywhere. It wasn't. Right. There was no punchline or anything. Right. So nobody really laughed. Everyone was just <laughs> horrified. But like the point I was trying to make, I remember was how like it ended up working out because she's like a doctor and she's right. got a great house and everything's <laughs> worked out for her in life. But I remember there was a part where I was like, "Yeah, my sister went to my my sister's does this and this and she does." And I just I paused, with like forty or fifty people looking at me. And I just remember I was like, she does, I don't know, she does something. And people started laughing at that. Uh, <laughs> it was like just just a weird pause of like, I don't know what the fuck she does. But it was so unintentional, it just it ended up working out. But that uh, has happened. And then, in, like, in the beginning, you have shows right. where you're expecting laughs, and then nobody laughs, <laughs> and you're like, oh, fuck. And then you forget what you're supposed to talk about. That's where I fucking, um, I don't know, I deliver, like, this weird, this weird line. When a joke, like, doesn't work, I'll just be, like, tight. Or I'll just be, like cool and then people yeah. usually laugh at like the sarcasm yeah uh but it's funny because it's like i usually do it like i just developed it through open mics yeah and then i caught myself doing it at shows and it would get laughs at like actual shows so i'm like oh maybe that's something that's something to use yeah and like but it's just so like it's not like i'm like i can't wait for this joke to not work so i could use this right it's just fucking like it's just like cool you know just fucking but like the the one moment that like like and let me give you my example and then maybe you'll think of think of one that like it um uh, dude, I was at the Ontario Improv and it was fucking packed the fuck out. I was doing, I was doing like ten or twelve, and like midway through my set, and so like I had like my set list or whatever. I usually always write a set list and I put it on the stool, but for some reason the stool was like against the wall, behind me, and so like, and I'm not gonna lean on the wall the whole time, and I it, it felt like awkward. Like, and now that I'm like like older in the game, I know nobody gives a fuck if I just drag the stool forward. But back then I was like, yeah, I should just leave it where it is, you know. And fucking, so, like, my set list is on the stool with my drink, whatever. Uh, and so, like, a joke midway like, didn't work. And so I was like, oh, fuck. And then another joke, like, semi-worked. And I was like, fuck, if this next joke doesn't work, I'm fucked. And so, like, I just went with my closer. I just brought my, I just, like, I knew what my closer was. I used my closer. Get them back. The rest of the set goes great until the very fucking end because I used my closer. Now I'm going through. I'm like, oh, I'm like, holy shit, shit like. What haven't I? What joke haven't I used? Like what? Like what can I close on now? And like so, I deliver the second to last joke, and it and it fucking lands hard. And so then, but I couldn't even enjoy the laughter because I'm in my head. I'm now going, what the fuck am I about to say next? What the fuck am I about to say next? And I took so long to process it, whereas I should have just been like, and that's my time, you know, like and then got off with that laugh. But instead, I took too long to process it. Now there's like a you know like a four second gap, and I was like, oh fuck, like now it's too late for me to just like peace out. And so like and then my set list is you know five feet behind me so i can't just be like all right you know and fucking slide oh. and just like smooth slide back to the set list and so i just kind of stood there and dude, it was like there was like silence for like seven seconds and some people like started laughing like thinking that it was like part of it which was like cool i guess but like it definitely wasn't yeah and then i was just like you ever like you ever wish that like at your job that like if you just had nothing else to do that you could just fucking leave and everyone was just like yeah like fuck yeah people started clapping and shit and i was like all right, cool, peace. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I left. And I like, I was like, afterwards, people were like, dude, that ending was so funny. I was like, thanks, you know, like fucking thank God. So like, that's what I mean by like, like almost shit the bed, and then somehow, like, accidentally just like recovered that shit. I'm trying to think of uh, an example of something like that. 
I have more stories of me just bombing and just <laughs> never recovering than I do of like, that moment where I recover. What's the biggest crowd you've ever like bombed in front of? I think a hundred people. Really? At, at rec room before, because I because I my first year year and a half I pushed myself so hard to write new material all the time mm-hmm. for like all these shows because I wanted to develop. I, I wanted to develop a little bit quicker than I was capable of sure, developing. Sure. Sure. And so I would always write like these uh, these new jokes, whether it be like within a month or whatever, like a five minute set. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just I just couldn't come up with that stuff. And I, I would go up there and just stuff that wasn't ready or just wasn't going anywhere or just right. wasn't funny. And um, that time where I uh, where I blanked out and I forgot what my sister did on stage that I was saying before, that was a moment where I was just like I was talking about stuff I just wasn't ready to like talk about. And there was a right. good amount of people. A good there. amount of people. Yeah, at least a hundred. And I just didn't <laughs> put it into my head like, dude, use what's worked before. Right. But at the time, I was like, well, that worked. I should try out new stuff and try right. to develop a new. But, yeah, I don't know. Just stupid beginner mistakes. Where right. Just like, right. what the fuck was I thinking? But Fuck, dude. You ever, like, I don't know, like, the fucking, I've talked about it before, so I'll just sum it up real quick. But the worst bomb I ever had was the fucking at the Ice House, bro. Yeah. Uh, on the It was, like, the stage two. It was some bringer show, but I didn't have to bring people. It was fucking, you know, you remember Crystal? Yeah. It was her show, dude. And, like, so, like, this guy goes up before me. And just eat shit like hard, like hard, hard, hard. And like it was, I used to, I refer to it as like he got as close to saying the N word without oh. actually saying it. And it was like to the point where it was like, it was so bad that, you know, like when someone bombs, usually the crowd's like, all right, cool, like on to the next one. Like he bombed so bad to where they didn't want to be there anymore. And I was like, fuck. And so then for some reason she had me following this dude, which is like, would never like, like, I don't know. She just wasn't good at producing. And so she goes up on stage after this dude eats the biggest dick. Yeah. I kid you not, like not a single laugh. And she goes like this. Wow. You really hated that guy. If you didn't like him, you're not going to like this next guy. Give it up for Galen Nash. Yeah. And brings me up on stage. And so I just, I literally stood in the back for like a split second before I even got up on stage. Cause I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like really? Because I mean, That's as a host, shittiest like, as intro. A, like as a host, you're supposed to like if someone bombs, you're supposed to do a couple minutes to reset the room. Not only did she not reset the room, it's as if she just like fucking sealed the coffin. I was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? And so I'm like, yeah, of course I ate shit. Like now their expectations are like so ass. Like I mean, the jokes that always get a laugh got a laugh, and I kid you not, it was like two. Like the rest of them were fucking. It was ass, bro. It was fucking garbage. I have two worst bombings. One was at Anchor Bar, um, which is technically like a mic. A mic, but it's, I mean, when there's people in there, bro. it felt bad because I went up and then Taylor Tomlinson was going to go up. Oh, shit. Who has a Netflix special. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like really big. And then Connor McSpanning was going to go up, who's like very yeah. up and coming and doing great things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's next up. And so I was like, I'm going to go up there and I'm just going to throw everything I got. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to start out strong with, with this joke. But it was like a sexist joke that I started off with, <laughs> and it just didn't work well. And then everything else that I was trying to do after that just didn't work, and it just I just came off like a dick. Really? Because I was trying too hard. And then when I, because I was trying to impress these two, right? And I didn't. Were they, were they even any, in the? Were they even in the room? Yeah, they were both standing right. <laughs> in, they were listening. It was just them over there, and then it was everybody in front. And there was a good amount of people there. It's probably like thirty people, and that bombed and then i got off taylor wouldn't even look at me and she she i think at the time she knew who i was because i opened up for her probably a month or two before that right at the rec room and then connor just like gave me this look like this weird nod like okay like (laughs) 
and I'll never forget that. I just I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh my god! Like, then the other time was at uh, the Madhouse. I got called to feature. Oh, and I'm in. And it was on like a Tuesday night. And I had 15 minutes, and the crown was like a little weird. But from the beginning, now is this the the old Madhouse or the new one? The new one. Oh shit! That room fucking like like before you tell this story, this room fucking like I've done it a few times. It is not for comedy. Like it's It's fucking weird. They they like there's the it's a giant building. It's like it's like if you've ever been to the old Spaghetti Factory, it's just like the old Spaghetti Factory, as if there was a stage in the far left hand corner and the bar and everything is all exposed. Like there's people that are talking like 20 feet away from the stage. It's very open. It's very not dense. It's like. Very like you could bomb easily there. There's people directly in front of you, and then there's people like to the left of you. And, and it's just a wide open restaurant. Yeah, and uh, I just I ate shit from <laughs> I not even you could hear a pin drop. It was just quiet from the very beginning, all the way till about eleven minutes. And I ran through everything. And right at the eleven minute mark was when I I, I started to get like those feelings. I was like. I'm starting to forget my material. I don't even know. What to, I was like, I don't even know what to talk to you guys because about. because it wasn't going well. And like even making fun of how bad I was doing, like wasn't even working. Really? And uh, it it got so bad. A guy up front, (laughs) it's like quiet like this. He just starts clapping. He's like, "You're doing good, man. Keep it up. Keep it up." And I was like, "Oh, kill me." Oh, that's the worst. I think I got to 13. Minutes and I just called it. I was like, "I'm done." Like you guys. Oh fuck. I've done I've done Madhouse a couple times. I haven't bombed there, but like I got a ticket on the way there. Oh really? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, this story's on my Instagram, but I fucking, I was, I fucking, I was at Trader Joe's. I worked at Trader Joe's at the time, and this guy that was producing was like, "Oh, this guy fucking dropped out. Like, can you come down here?" And he's like, "And the show's at like seven, and when I get the call, it's like six. And by the way, Trader Joe's is not fucking an hour away from San Diego. Yeah, like it's fucking, it's like at least an hour and a half. So yeah. I was like, all right. So like, I asked my managers, they were like, "For show, that's cool." But by the time I leave, it's like six fifteen, and so I'm fucking, and it's not like I'm going to go up after the headliner. So I actually have to be there at like a certain fu- like by like seven thirty, yeah. like the latest. Uh, and so I'm like speeding down there. We're like ninety five. I'm alone. I'm in the carpool lane, and I get pulled over. I just whoop whoop, and I fucking I pull over. I'm like, fuck me in the ass. And luckily, it was like in Mission Viejo, so it was just barely still in Orange County. Because if I was in San Diego, that would have fucked, dude. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the guy was like, why were you like like why are you in the lo- carpool lane alone? Why are you speeding? And I was like, dude, like I'm standing comedian. I'm on the way to the show. I'm late. And he was like, oh, dude, like. Polly Shore told me the exact same thing when I pulled him over back in the 90s. And so in my head, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Like, I'm about to get off, you know? And I was like, what happened? And he was like, I gave him the fattest ticket of his life. And I was like, fuck. And then he gave me a fat-ass ticket. I was like, fuck me, dude. Then I got down to the show, and I got there, like, at 7.30. And, like, uh, I didn't even have time to, like, write out a set list. So, like, I was, like, at red lights after getting off the freeway, just fucking, like, scribbling random shit. Like, it was just very not thought off. And so I was just like, this should work here. That should work there or whatever. And then I fucking, I literally walk in the building and they didn't even have time to ID me because they were like, I'm coming to the stage right now. And so like, I, had, I didn't have a chance to look at the crowd, see the crowd. So I like, I get up there and it was a packed room and I was like, oh shit. And I fucking, I did, I did fine. I, it was, I don't remember it being like particularly fucking amazing, but like I, I didn't bomb. But it was like fucking, it was just so weird to like have like all the fucking, like the, the rush of like the, like the adrenaline of just being like, yeah. I didn't have a time to just like settle. And so like, like right when I got up on stage, I just told the story of yeah. me fucking getting the ticket. Uh, and it fucking, it worked. And I was just like, Oh cool. And then I kind of settled in, but like, it was just so like, like go, 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 which is so anti what I do on stage. Yeah. I, uh, I could never get in like a rhythm. 
uh, on that main stage. I could never get in, like in a roll like, oh, I got him laughing. I'm going to go right. with this joke and get him again. And right. It just always seemed like it was like this roller coaster. Now, that brick room in the back room, that room was fun. That, that room's dope. I had – and uh, looking at Dakota over there, he and I were talking about that yesterday. Dude, I had some great times in there. In the brick room? Because it was intimate. There was like 30-something people in there. It was yeah. just like talking to like friends. It just seemed like – Yeah, that, it just, that It just worked out – the room is so much nice. And it's perfect. It's, it, it's low ceiling. It's small as fuck. It, there's nice little tables, fake little candles. It's fucking, it's like the perfect room for comedy. Yeah. But you know what's funny? Like a lot, I hear like sometimes people talk about like I was at the show and there was like three people and it was so uncomfortable. I actually don't find that uncomfortable. No, like when there's yeah. three people, I just talk to them. Just like, what's up, man? Like <laughs> it's no longer a show. It's just us. So I'll just talk these jokes out in a conversation with you because what else, what, what, what else can I do? I'll, I'll, Try to make you laugh, but I don't know. I tell like like joke jokes, like set up punch. So it's yeah. like when, even when there's one person, I could still do it. And so like, yeah. I, try, I do the I have the whole mantra of even if it's a one person, you perform like it's a thousand yeah. type of thing. Which like it's so corny, but like it's true. You know, it's like like those the, you're gonna learn more about your material performing in front of three people than yeah. you would a fucking thousand. It's way worse than when you have like a packed madhouse and no one laughs. <laughs> you're like fuck. Were you rolling out with like the hitters? Yeah, he always has hitters on No, that I mean, show. like, were you, like, rolling with your A shit and it just wasn't working? Or are you, like, trying some new shit? Or? I was experimenting with stuff. Right. I found there was one specific set list. Because I, I've done Madhouse, I think, twice, like, two of the weekends. And I experimented, like, my, my, my one weekend. And it just, there was one specific set list that worked. And that's what I stuck with the second time. And it seemed to do a lot better. Really? Uh, yeah. Just seemed like there was very specific jokes that worked. I don't know why. I couldn't talk about dogs or any animals down there. Like certain jokes just did not fly with those guys. The San Diego's weird, but I kind of just I just talked about like my family and shit, and so it was just like that like, seemed to work. Yeah, family stuff definitely mm -hmm. works down there because I mean that's also kind of like a weird San Diego's kind of like a weird area. Like it's it's like it's L.A. but like not L it's so like I don't even know how to describe it, but it's like. There's no, like, there's not really any crime there. Like, there's nothing really, like, people are growing up with shit. So they're very, like, protected type of things. Yeah. So, like, when you start talking about, like, how you have, like, like how I have an alcoholic mom, they're like, yeah, I love it, you know? Yeah. But if, like, you start talking about, like, you know, like a dead goldfish, yeah. they'd be like, oh, like, animals die? Like, yeah. they have no, like, life experience. I'm not saying that San Diego people, like, for those listening, don't have life experience. Yeah. But I'm saying that, like, it's like, they're in, a, like, a bubble. It's like yeah. a weird little bubble. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also notice, like, the, the crowd sometimes, like, I could tell from the people that went up before they wanted to hear like just just party jokes, just like dick jokes or whatever. Really? And I just didn't have <laughs> that in my arsenal at the time. So I was like, fuck, I know what I'm supposed to do. I just don't have the jokes or I don't have time to write a set list out right. to, to, to work that up. Um, yeah, or yeah, just like weird certain jokes, certain topics just didn't seem to fly. But Now, one thing that I definitely a thousand percent wanted to talk to you about what? Is a, I know that you've dated a comic before. <laughs> That's what you want to talk about. I want to talk about it because I, because I have, and I've been asked about it. I have a no comic rule. Yeah. So we're like, I won't date, I won't fuck, or nothing. Like no comics at all, mm. type of thing. But I'm, I'm, I'm curious how that worked out for you. I told myself the same thing that I didn't want to do that. Like the, I, I strictly want to do comedy. But uh, she and I hit it off, and I, she was, she's still a sweetheart. Like. She's a very nice girl, but that's not what she said about you on the podcast. Oh, that's fine. no, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she's 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 a really nice person, um, but I just, you know, I I got to a point. I I kind of ended it a little bit earlier. I then I ended it a little bit earlier than I think she 
thought it would have ended. Sure. I don't even know how to word that, but I, I just, I've been in, in uh, relationships where I just, you start bickering and arguing about little things. Right. And I just didn't want it to get to the point where we started saying like mean things. Cause like you can get to a place in relationships where you just start saying, you get comfortable saying rude and mean things to each other. And I right. didn't want to get to that, especially if we're both doing this and I didn't want it to be uncomfortable. So I just kind of ended it. And I was just like, look, this is kind of where I see things going on. Sure. I want it to get to that point. And one thing I will say that you guys like did well, if What's you guys that? were to do it, is that so like yesterday I was at this fucking whatever in this backyard and there's like I don't know like like thirty people there and these this couple that just moved here from New York, I'm not gonna say their names and I don't know if anybody even knows them yet, uh, but uh, she went up first and she was pretty funny and then the guy went up and was like I'm the guy from all her jokes and like all this oh, stuff. Oh, like, I, I was, know that. I was like, yeah. dude, fuck off, bro. Uh, like, tell I, your own shit, dude. Yeah. Like, get out of here. Like, I never saw you guys being like, I'm the guy from the fucking. No, like, dude, get out of here, bro. Cheesy. It's get out of here. Now we both had our own lives and yeah. talked about our own shit. But how yeah. did the breakup go? Because I don't remember you guys breaking up. I don't even remember uh, when you good. guys like got together. Like, I don't not even good. remember it. Really, it didn't. Like, how so? Well, I, she was really upset, obviously. Right. But I. Uh, I called her because I thought about it. Cause you I did was it over like, the phone? Yeah, and I'll tell you why. Savage, bro. I'll tell you why. I, and I'll tell you why, and All I could right. be wrong, and it's fine if I'm wrong. <laughs> okay, I'll but let I you just know. thought about it because, like, you know, we do comedy. I don't want to do it in front of other people around <laughs> to make a scene. If you did it at fucking Anchor Bar, at least. <laughs> and, you know, I don't want her driving all the way down to, like, from Long Beach to Huntington Beach or Costa Mesa, and then she's all sad, and then she has to drive back. <laughs> I, you know, so I was just why like, you know, I'll just, just drive to her. I could drive to her. <laughs> But then I got to drive all the way back. Yeah. <laughs> no, but at the time I was like, I, I, I think this is just something I need to do. And I think once I have something in my head, I just kind of want to. How'd the phone call go? Were you, she was just like, hey, how's it going, babe? And you're just like, Good You know how me. it went? I, I, I called her and she was just like, is everything okay? Why, were you like crying or something? And I was like, yeah, everything's, why? And she's like, well, you never <laughs> call me because I called her during work. She's like, yeah, she was at work. Day. She wasn't at work. I was at work. Oh, okay. I called her like during the day. <laughs> like you broke up with her at work, but you didn't want her to drive home sad. Now she's got no, to no, no. I didn't call of, her in front no, of customers. I was, at, I was at work. <laughs> I was at work. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's any good way to break up with somebody. And maybe I, you know, I, I probably could have done it nicer. But I, that's at the time, that's what I thought was best. So. The worst I ever broke up with someone, I haven't even, like, I don't like being in relationships. I'm kind of like a, a like a, just a lone wolf type of dude. Yeah. Like, I'll just kick it with the boys, you know? But um, I broke up with, I was in class. It's like, kind of similar to being at work. I was in class, and I was just like, you know what? This ain't gonna work out. And so, like, I was, like, texting her off my MacBook, and it was, like, it was a night class. It was, like, 8 o'clock at night, and I was just like, I was like, yeah, I don't think this is working out. And we had been together for, like, a year and a half, and I was like, I don't think this is working out. And she was just like, like, I'm not trying to argue right now. I was like, I'm not arguing. I'm telling you. Like, it ain't going to work out. Oh. Like, you know, but I was just, like, in my laptop, you know, like, like while I'm texting her, like, we're breaking up, I was, like, taking notes on fucking, like, Columbus or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. But it was, like, I was, like, damn, like, that was savage. And then yeah. I threw in, like, a compliment. I was, like, hey, look, you're probably the hottest chick I'll ever fuck. Like, if that makes <laughs> it, you know? <laughs> That's what you said to her. I said that to her because <laughs> she, was, she was, like, she's, like, really? And I was, like, hey, look, like, you're the hottest chick I'll ever fuck. Like, if it makes you feel better. And she's like, she didn't reply, you know, but like, yeah. she knows it's true for now. I mean, who knows? I could get lucky at some random fucking. Well, I hope you didn't peak in high school. I mean, this wasn't high school. I was in oh, college. This... Oh, we, okay. we were we were in college, but like, I mean, I don't know. Like, dude, I haven't fucked in like a, a year, bro. I mean, I've, I mean, 
And not that it's like, yeah, dude, I fucked eight. You know, like not that it fucking matters, but it's just like she was pretty hot. Yeah, but I don't have a lot of patience in general in life. So it's like, like I'm not that guy. Shit. I'm not that guy who's just like, dude, like this weekend I'm gonna go out and get some pussy. And like, <laughs> I just don't want to deal with any of that shit. I'm the same way. Like I, I, I went on spurts. Was like, yeah, it's been like a year or whatever. Yeah, I don't it's just, give a shit. I don't give a shit. Thank you. That's the fucking. Some dudes are like, I can't. I can't even go a week without fucking. I'm like, dude, fuck off, dude. So like, how do you go this long? I'm like, I just jerk off. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like I'm still nutting. It's not like I'm just going a, a year without nutting. It's just yeah. like I don't feel like putting in the like. I've, I mean, I've, the comedy, podcasting, all this shit. I've got and work. Like I've got so much other shit going on where I yeah. can't just be like, I'm gonna dedicate this time to like go on Tinder and yeah. find some bitch. You know, yeah. it's like it's like I don't have. I just don't care. I'm just yeah. like, if it, like, if some, like, like, I hooked up with a friend during the quarantine and, like, it was like a weird, like, threesome type thing, but, like, it was fucking, it was tight, you know, and I was just like, all right, cool. I'm satisfied for the rest of the year. <laughs> you know, like, I don't need Well, you just you. knocked some off the bucket list. <laughs> for, well, threesome. it was, it was, it wasn't really a, like, I, I, I told this story on the podcast, but it was just like, like, we were getting kicked out of the fucking, like, so I was banging this one girl. Her friend was in the jacuzzi as well. Mm-hmm. And we hopped in. It was like one in the morning in an Aries. And the jacuzzi wasn't even on. Like it was just, it was like a warm bath. It was disgusting and fucking. <laughs> it was so gross. And we were drunk. And like I see security coming over, like opening the gate and coming over. And so like I was like, quick, like start making out, start making out. And so they started making out, and I was like, fuck yeah, threesome. Ah. Uh, you know, I didn't bang the other chick, but like you know. Nice. Nate. Nate was like. I was like, if that's not a threesome, what is it? And he was like, man, that's just you banging a chick next to a chick while she was kissing another chick. And I was like, fuck, dude. Like, that sounds like a Dr. Seuss book or some <laughs> shit, you know? <laughs> but that's so funny. Are you back to no comic rule? Or would you try it again? Yeah. I, I have a girlfriend now. Right, but in the future, like, that's another thing I want to no, say. No, no, no. I, w- I, w- I wouldn't do that yeah, again. Yeah, mixing business with pleasure. Yeah, and, it, and also, like... I- I don't know. I, 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 it, it's tough when like you see somebody and you, you don't want to see somebody like going through, uh, like you, you don't want to see somebody like in a in a slump and know that you're like the reason of that. You know, because you, right. you break up with somebody, you don't have to like, see. You don't them. have to see them, but like when you do, that you have to see them, and you know, you, you feel bad. And were you like in a? Were you ever in, like a slump from it? Was there a time? I feel like there was a time that you kind of weren't doing mics, or I didn't see you, or you were off doing shows somewhere. I feel like I didn't see you for a little bit. When was this? I don't remember. I just I just feel like I didn't see you for a little bit. No, I toned it back a little bit because I was yeah. I was doing mics like six eight times a week, it, right before quarantine. I, I started kind of toning it down a little bit. Why? Uh, I just was starting to feel a little burnt out. Yeah, I was just kind of running into uh, like just like a creative wall, and mm-hmm. I think it was just overload. That's all. And I was getting more enjoyment doing it like just three or four times like a week with like a show mixed in. Because I, I I didn't feel like I was repeating the same old stuff over and right. over. See, I felt like I, I kind of feel like I didn't feel the same way because I would go I would get up like twelve, thirteen, fourteen times a week because I was just fucking like four a night, three a night, bang, yeah. bang, bang, just go, 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 and so like it, for like two years, and so yeah. it wasn't like it just became like part of the grind, but like to the point like where you're saying like enjoyment. I definitely didn't enjoy all those sets. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was just, you know, just get better, get better, get better, do this, do this, do this. And, like, it definitely, of course, made me better. But, like, I wasn't, like, there would be maybe one of those sets a night where I would just be yeah. like, I had fun. Like, yeah. it wasn't, you do four a night doing the same shit, and, like, some of them, there's three people. Or whatever. You're not having, it's not, I wouldn't call it fun. Well, I think what happened, I, I think uh, one of the reasons why I kind of felt burnt out, I was just doing the same mics over and over. Mm. And, I, and I think once I started going up to L.A. and mm-hmm. going to the comedy store, just checking out different places, started feeling a little bit more juiced. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's that's kind of like it. Kind of like when I went up to Oregon, I started doing shows up there, and like in San Francisco and Sacramento and shit. Like it definitely like regenerated. Yeah, the fucking like it was just like oh, like 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 not like a rebirth or anything. Is that like again? I didn't really feel burnt out, but like when the quarantine did happen, yeah, like I was like okay, cool, like a two week break, I'm chilling, you know. But like, it's and then brand new people, it just feels good. It's fucking now that everything's like coming back. But dude, I fucked during the quarantine. I missed this shit. Yeah. I also wasn't fucking, I wasn't like, you know, but like, you got a girlfriend. I'd say the first month, I was just like, you know, I was feeling burnt out before. It's all right, just for like a month, just to kind of like chill take out, a break and yeah. just chill out and do other stuff, skateboard. Then after that, I was like, all right, I'm losing my mind. My mind, dude. And then I, you know, met my girl and that was a lot of fun because like we, we so I don't know, like I had somebody to kind of do stuff with, even though there was nothing to do. Right. Just somebody to go for bike rides and stuff with and just and she talk started to. skateboarding. No way. To skateboard with and... Yeah, so it just it just made things kind of more exciting at like a weird time. Uh, to take away, just we'll come back to your girlfriend. But like, uh, what was the longest before this quarantine? What was the longest amount of time you went before, like between sets? Like how many days? Uh, maybe like a week. Yeah, week and a half. Because uh, I I would I would go home for Christmas, and that was probably like the longest break. I you wouldn't get up in New York. I got up once. Oh, well, probably like I think it was my first year. I didn't do anything up hmm. there and then the second and third year uh, i did shows back there but um yeah like sort of in the beginning when i was a little nervous about uh well just kind of being new right I was nervous about doing comedy back there and seeing having my family see and all that well you would just have to sneak out you know like yeah. i wouldn't like it's so funny because like people will be like do i remember when my fucking my aunt died and like she would like she had cancer like all this stuff and so like so like family was like in town, yeah. And so like I was like after like like that like when I was leaving the hospital, I was like, all right, I gotta go, I gotta go. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't remember like where I was going, but it was to some like dump ass open mic, uh, and they were like, oh, like you're going to a show, like let's all go. And I was like, let's not all go. <laughs> I'm going to Centerfield. Yeah. yeah you don't, I don't want like and it's, like is it if it, it feels weird because like when sometimes people are like, hey, like I haven't seen you in a while, or like like can I just like come and then like let's kick it after? And I'm, I feel like I'm just like. I actually don't want you to come because yeah. it's like, and then it's like in like a weird way. Cause it's just like, not because I'm like, I'm going to suck ass, but it's just kind of like in like a way it's like, cause if you, people are going to know that you're with me and especially dude, the first time I ever did anchor bar, uh, like dude, like 12 people pulled up, uh, to see me and shit. So then Evan was just like, dude, I didn't go up until like, dude, I got there like nine. That fool didn't put me up until like one thirty in the morning. Cause he just didn't want my friends to leave. Yeah, and, but it was just like it, it was so it was so bad. It got to the point where it was just like, what the fuck is even happening? Yeah, and then like I got up there and like I was just like so mad that he didn't fucking put me up earlier. Yeah, and I was just like, and then I posted a, I posted it was so funny, dude. Mendez always brings this shit up. I posted a screenshot of myself on stage and I put it on my story and I said, wasting my fucking time uh, at <laughs> Anchor Bar. <laughs> Uh, and he was like, he was like, dude, you're so funny because Mendes just like, oh, here's this new fucking guy who's just like, he's like, like, he was like, I didn't even gone up yet, you know? It's like, dude, get used to it. I was just like, fuck, like, but luckily I ended up getting cool with the dude and getting on the fucking eights. But dude, if you're on that ten, brutal. Yeah. 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 That shit went in the tree. That that's how it was in the beginning, and I get it. And everybody kind of has to do that in the beginning. And work their way in. You got to work your way in, but um. Yeah, I I used to uh, yeah I used to get there for like the like the the six seven o'clock whatever I wouldn't go on to like ten or eleven. Even then, just, the ten crowd the when when you're going on at ten the crowd's still pretty banging. Yeah, one in the morning not so much. And then I started doing the the, the late night spots where I would uh, I was going to the comedy store and then I would drive back and do like ten o'clock spot and 
super cool. He'd just be like, yeah, I'll put you up whenever or whatever. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I think just from showing years of support and right, not yeah, ditching yeah. them. Are you putting stickers on your notebook. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, every anytime I'd walk up to sign up, I'd have my notebook in my arm with like a sticker, like yeah. just tucked out, like, hey man, how's it going? You know. <laughs> but speaking of just performing in front of other people, I I'm hoping to do another show in like New York this year because every year I've tried to do one for Christmas, right, and get everybody to come out. And I'm gonna try if if we can go out and do shit. Yeah, it's we'll crazy. The, the coolest, like, homecoming story, it's not even my story, this is from Nate. Uh, he told it a long time ago, uh, but he fucking, the first time his family, his first time his mom, his friends, he's from New Orleans. The first yeah. time they ever fucking saw him do stand-up was him opening for Theo Vaughn at a fucking sold-out theater. Wow. Yeah, and it was funny because they, they already had tickets to, like, just to go see the show, and, like, he fucking, like, he, like, helped Ari. Uh, he, like, helped him, like, like something with like a computer. Like I don't even remember what it was. But he yeah. like Ari's not like a big guy. And so like Nate's a fucking bouncer, like big ass dude. He like helped him move something. Or like helped him like fucking build something. I don't know. I don't remember what he fucking did, but he helped him out with something. So they got to like he they talked for like a little bit. He's like, Oh yeah, we're doing this fucking like whatever. Talk to Theo, like all this shit. Cause like he's like a, he's the biggest fucking Theo fan, dude. Like everything Theo Vaughn is this like just white trash dude. Uh and fucking then he got to fucking open and like that was the first time his mom ever got to see him do comedy. I was like, bro that's fucking awesome. Like, that's fucking, like, I don't think, like, bro, that's the highlight of your career, bro. Like, that's, like, dude, like, I don't think anything can, anything can top that. Well, I think when I talk to family about doing comedy, I think that's what they think in their head that it, it's <laughs> like. And then when they come to a show, like, oh, okay, there's only, like, 12 people here. I'm like, yeah, that's actually really good. Right. Sometimes there's nobody. And it's right, just yeah. comics of people who have seen the same shit over and over a thousand times. Luckily, the first time my grandma ever saw me was at the Irvine Improv. And there was, like, oh, that's sick. There's, yeah, there was, like, 350 people there. And so she was, like, very supportive from then on. Because she, like, because now anytime I'm like, yeah, I have a show, like, in her head, I'm doing that every night. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, oftentimes it's, you know anchor bar whatever the fuck yeah uh, but that was funny because i fucking i uh my fucking this fucking guy um uh, i fucking i pointed out i, I did like cause i have these jokes about my mom being an alcoholic and shit it's so, like i pointed out my mom and my grandma uh and fucking i was like yeah there's my mom and grandma everybody starts clapping or whatever and I, I said fuck what did i say it was something along the lines of like like you ever like look at your mom and like look at your grandma and think like like how the fuck did i turn out so handsome <laughs> and fucking like like it got a huge reaction and like but it was just like cool because like my mom and grandma were like they're like i get my sense of humor from my grandma dude i've taken we've seen like fucking snoop dog and ice cube together yeah. like we go to all these concerts like she's younger than my stepdad so it's fucking it's so cool to have like a hip-ass grandma that like is cool it's just getting roasted in front of fucking however many people uh, yeah but that's that's sick yeah it's fucking crazy grandpa hasn't seen me do comedy really no what would he think I what? don't know. Really? I don't I don't know what he would think, to be honest with you. He'd probably just say, like, oh, nice job. He'd <laughs> probably just keep it simple. I don't know if he would actually tell me what he thought. Like, old people's sense of humor is, like, way different than yeah. fucking, like, the general crowd, you know? Yeah. Because, I mean, what? how many old people have you performed for, you know? I've never done a senior home. You know what's funny? I feel like old people tend to take the darker jokes a little bit better than the younger people. They've just been around. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? They're just like, ah, who gives a fuck? Yeah, you that know? joke's nothing. Wait till real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. How's how's having a girlfriend during the quarantine? It, it, you said she's like not from here. France. She's like straight from France, like yeah. actually from there. Mm-hmm. How'd she's you guys meet? Hinge. <laughs> Which th- th- I told people they're like, wasn't that awkward? I was like, actually, it wasn't. Like it worked out because uh, in the beginning we we're like cautious about like meeting each other. Sure. So we just talked on the phone for like a week and a half. 
then I just started like FaceTiming her so we got to know each other a little bit before we met up. Did, were you guys like FaceTime like was she like showing you her like boobies and you're showing her her dick and stuff? No, like, no, I didn't. So ask. weak for like two weeks, you weren't just like, hey, I'm trying to jerk off. I, I would throw stuff out there. Like, <laughs> Like, like, I'm ready to go, but, uh, you know, she wanted, she wanted to take things slow. So right, like, ah, right. I get it. I mean, we're in a <laughs> pandemic, so we probably should. Yeah. <laughs> but that's nah, been awesome. We went on some trips. It's just been cool to have somebody to do Just stuff with. with. Yeah. And I never really date. So it's like, to, uh, I, I'm like you where it's like, I don't need a girlfriend. But, like, right. just hit it off and we've just been having a good time. And That's fucking dope, that's, dude. That's what I focus on. That's fucking the good dope. times. And she's down with comedy. She'll even tell me because I was uh, I was feeling kind of grumpy. She's like, "You need to do comedy." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, you're the best." <laughs> she doesn't care. Just when I'm off. having a bad day, you just want me to go off to a bar and tell jokes. I was like, "God, you're the best." That's fucking awesome. <laughs> is she like? How long is she here for? Uh, she she's she, here like, for work. Here so she uh, not well for now. She is well. She has a like a work sure. visa. She has to renew it every year. So, I'm sure that process sucks, dickhead. Right now it does, because she hasn't been able to because of uh, the the pandemic. But we'll uh, see. All's good last, at the moment. One last thing before we get out of here. What's your best heckler story? My best heckler like story. Like either like it was just it was just so overbearing that they they beat you, or like or like one where you fucking got him, or like. Well, something just weird, just like what the fuck. I turned a joke into it after, but I was at uh, Shanghai, <laughs> and there was this family there, um, and they seemed to like be down with everybody. And this white boy just walks up, and I just don't think they were feeling me at all right from the get go. I think I came from work, and I had like a like a pole like this. <laughs> oh, I just fuck. wasn't fitting sure. that bar mood, and I just started talking about my family. And I could just tell they just were like, "Fuck you!" Like I don't want right. to hear this shit. And then I said a joke like, yeah, you know, like I'm from New York. And the guy in the back's just like, that sucks. Uh (laughs) Fuck New York. And I was like, oh, my God. But uh, I didn't know what to say to him. I was like, Jesus Christ. What the hell? And uh, I I, I always remember that. And now I I, I spun it into like, like, oh, like now I know what I would have said to that guy. But uh, that's funny. But but yeah, that, that I still remember that that whole family. Was just like fuck New York. That sucks. <laughs> and you have to walk right by them as you're leaving. As you're leaving, so it's yeah. like, what do I say that won't make you want to punch me or follow me back to my <laughs> moped? But that dude, one sticks out. What dude, about you? Uh, it was like the worst, but like best, dude. When it was like literally like a couple weeks before fucking quarantine, I was uh, at Gallagher's and I was doing. I don't remember how much time I was doing, but I was having a fucking like a great set. And, like, I got the light. I was, like, all right, for show. I'd go into, like, whatever the last bit is. And this fucking, like, s- this, like, crackhead lady was, like, sitting, you know, on, on, like, just to the left of the fucking stage at Gallagher's. There's that, like, booth that's, like, pretty much on the stage. It's, like, yeah. exposed to the stage. There's this, like, crackhead and her homie, like, fucking sitting there. And I don't remember, like, what happened, but she said something. And so, like, I roasted her. I don't remember what I said. I got to listen back to the tape. But I got her. You know, like, I got her good. And so then I'm just, like, all right, fuck yeah. I'm going to finish this joke. Get the fuck out of here. She responds back, and I was just like, "Oh shit!" And it was it was packed. It was fucking packed. And this lady was like, "She's like, she was like, oh yeah, well I'm stronger than you, you fucking twink." And I was like, "Oh, oh shit!" Christ. And so like the when I said whatever I said, I, I gotta re-listen because it it's too funny. Uh, the whole crowd was like, "Oh, you know," like, and I was like, "That's when I was like, all right, cool, I'm gonna end it like in a second. And then she says that, and then the whole crowd does the, "Oh, you know," like the she responds, and I was just like, "Fuck!" Like now it's my turn. And then so like, I challenged her to an arm wrestling competition. <laughs> <laughs> 
And so, like, I just abandoned, like, my, cl- like, at this point, now that she said that, I'm like, dude, there's no way that I could just drop a joke now. I'm like, now, yeah. whatever I, because I already got the light, like, like, 45 seconds ago. So, I'm like, whatever I end on has to be something with her, you know? And so, like, I can't just be like, you're a crackhead. You know what I mean? Like, it has to be, like, something. So, I was like, I challenge you to an arm wrestling match. And then, so, then we just see fucking Evan, who is in the back of the room. You know how he's always, like, recording shit or, like, doing all this shit yeah. on his Instagram? Like, he hears me challenge this girl to a, or this old fucking crackhead to an arm wrestling match. This get out of the way! You just see him sprinting up to the fucking uh, up the aisle, up to the front of the fucking like the stage. Like make way, like make way, like comes out with his fucking like his phone on selfie mode, like starting to like record everything. I was like, <laughs> and I was like, God damn it, bro! Like I don't want this online, you know? This is like quite the heckle. Uh, yeah, it's like this is this whole this thing is part of the heckle, and it's like he like the they have like the sound booth with like the the fucking that has like the sound board whatever the, but it's a box so he brings the box on stage so the lady now comes on stage and so like we we like arm wrestle so evan's doing fucking his whatever he's saying for his video i have the video but like i and he fucking so i arm wrestle this lady and i destroy her right but so then she's like you cheated you cheated like your arm wasn't like on the table and which is bullshit because i rewatched the video and it totally was on the table and you know i, sh- I should have just fucking listened because she's a fucking crackhead you can't fucking trust a crackhead and so i fucking uh, i won and then she's like rematch with the left hand and like I knew I was in deep shit because I was just like fuck. Not not only am I not a lefty, I don't jerk off with my left hand or nothing. Yeah. So I was like, yo. And the reason she probably did that I was like, this bitch is probably a fucking lefty. And so like I fucking we do it left-handed. And like I wish like everybody after the show is just like, can't believe you fake lost just for <laughs> the fucking, you know. I can't believe you fake lost just for the joke. And like I'd just be like, yeah, man, you got to do my thing, you know. Like, but like I totally lost. <laughs> like, yeah, I totally like 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 I gave it my all, and I just my arm wouldn't go. Uh. It just wouldn't go that way. It just doesn't fucking bent like that I'm, i can't do anything i can't like hand. i can't even right now i can't even get it all the way down without a challenge and so this bitch fucking like just beats me and then the whole crowd just goes nuts and like and it, it, the worst part about it is though like dude i was having a fucking like an a minus set like i was having a great set and there's no way any of them fucking remember anything besides me getting my arm blown out in the fucking arm wrestling match i was like god damn it but like i mean it was funny like i had a good time like it was pretty it was pretty fucking funny but i was like i wish it like uh, you know it's like god damn it like really never heard of an arm wrestling match breaking out uh, yeah. show. <laughs> gallagher's man yeah, that place is wild fuck man Open six around well, as we approach the final minute of the podcast, this is a really good one. I leave the final minute of the podcast to the guests. To usually, it's to plug whatever, <laughs> say whatever, ask whatever, do whatever. This next minute's all you to plug whatever the fuck you want, say whatever you want. I don't know what to say. I'm going to try to do a show in upstate New York and Albany. So if you guys are around for Christmas, uh, start spreading the word that I'll be there, and hopefully I'll have a show. Other than that, stay safe, and uh, I don't know. That's it. <laughs> Thanks Enjoy for doing it. Enjoy your man. weekend. <laughs>